This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the morning of Monday, January 22, 2024. I'm Alex Brown. The Evansville Regional Economic Partnership is a key player in a process along the Ohio River with major developments that have been talked about for a long time. CEO Lloyd Winnicky says a public input process on future riverfront development is wrapping up soon. We were able to uh, engage some of our Ready 1.0 funding to engage Sasaki, which is a world-class planner and architectural firm to help us figure out how we can really activate the Ohio River, but not just in downtown Evansville. We really are looking at this from a regional perspective. Sasaki is looking at how to activate the Ohio River from Mount Vernon to Newburgh, which is about a 50-mile stretch. We're really excited about what they're gonna come back with in early March. Uh, at which time we expect to see 3D modeling and renderings of some ideas that they have that we think will really transform southwest Indiana. He said projects could include mixed-use developments along the Evansville Riverfront and efforts to grow Newburgh and Mount Vernon as Ohio River destination spots. Michigan-based manufacturing company Dexco Global has acquired Circa Industries Limited, headquartered in Milton, Ontario. Financial details were not disclosed, but Dexco said the Canadian manufacturer will become part of its Elkhart-based subsidiary, Dexter. Indiana State University on Friday announced Terre Haute-based Garmon Construction as the construction manager for the $66 million renovation of the Technology Annex building on the Terre Haute campus. The renovation is the largest capital project in the university's history and will provide updated classroom and lab space for the Bailey College of Engineering and Technology. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Looking for a great way to tip off the 2024 NBA All-Star Weekend in Indy? I'm Gary Dick, inviting you to join business and community leaders from throughout the state at the Economic Club of Indiana Luncheon, sponsored by IBJ Media. It's February 15th at noon at the Indiana Convention Center. I'll be interviewing NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, giving you an inside look at the league and all things All-Star Weekend. Reserve your ticket or table for eight now at Economic Club of Indiana. The Indiana General Assembly is considering easing regulations for startups. Here's Gary Dick. A recent report from the Indiana Chamber found that Indiana ranks 40th in the nation in venture capital disbursement and 44th in overall new entrepreneurs. House Bill 1165, authored by Republican Representative Jake Teshka of South Bend, aims to bridge the gap for new startups. The legislation would combine two concepts that Teshka proposed last year. It would create a regulatory sandbox program within the Indiana Economic Development Corporation with the goal of removing red tape for startups and new businesses, while also requiring the state to encourage, but not mandate, that at least 5% of contracts and workforce development funding be awarded to businesses that have been in operation for fewer than five years. It also eliminates the initial fee charged by the Secretary of State's office to register a new business. Natalie Robinson, the Indiana Director for the National Federation of Independent Businesses, testified in support of that legislation, saying it would offer a safe space for businesses to test products and ease the regulatory burden on startup companies. The committee recently heard testimony on the bill and referred it to the House Ways and Means Committee due to its expected financial impact. Under the proposed legislation, the IEDC would need to hire additional staff members to create a new regulatory relief office at an estimated cost of $500,000. That according to a fiscal impact statement from the Legislative Services Agency. 
If passed, Indiana would become the ninth state to institute a regulatory sandbox program behind states including Florida, North Carolina, Utah, and West Virginia. This is Gary Dick for Inside Indiana Business Radio. Evansville-based Old National Bank Corp. is adding $1.2 billion to its community growth plan that was originally unveiled in 2022. The plan, now totaling $9.5 billion, was created to support historically underserved and economically disadvantaged individuals, families, and communities. The additional investment is subject to the closing of the bank's $344 million acquisition of Capstar Financial Holdings in Nashville, Tennessee, and will allow Old National to extend its services outlined in the plan to communities served by Capstar. University of Indianapolis President Tanuja Singh is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports and entertainment, and beyond. Available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Alex Brown for Inside Indiana Business Radio On Demand.